Are you ready to change your life? Are you ready to climb your ladder? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'd first like to say welcome. This is the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Thank you so much for checking me out. And today, uh, the date of this episode being published is October 1st. So holy crap, how quickly did summer pass us by? And here we are with uh, officially in fall right now. So happy fall, getting ready for Halloween. At least I know I am with my three kiddos. Really one of my favorite times of year and such like an underrated holiday. You know, we think of Christmas... I um, mean, you know, birthdays for little kids, but Halloween is it's just so fun. I mean, your kids get to, they have these awesome imaginations. They get to be whoever they want to be and and dress up like, like it and get to walk around, collect candy or whatever you do with your kids. I and mean, it's just so fun. Right? It's like the temperature is, is cooler outside. The summer heat and humidity, hopefully wherever you live is gone. And it's just one of my favorite times of year. And I think it doesn't get uh, enough credit as it deserves. So happy October, everybody. Hope uh, you're doing well. And again, thank you so much for joining me on the High Hopes Initiative podcast. If you have not checked out the website, please do so. It is highhopesinitiative.com. If you really like what you're hearing, please hit the like button on iTunes podcasts, Apple podcasts, rather, whatever the heck it's called. Uh, or on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever you listen to, if you could just give some sort of review. It can even be negative if you think what I'm putting out is total garbage. I don't mind. I just you know, would really, really appreciate and I value any kind of feedback you all are able to and want to leave for this. So today's topic is uh, something really, really important and something that I've, I've seen have a really, really poor and bad effect in the workplace and it's negativity. So this episode is entitled cut the negativity. And, you know, as a leader, we are the, on the cutting edge of our organization on the climate and the culture. So if, if, if I'm the leader of an organization and I'm acting negative all the time and I'm super pessimistic, my organization is going to act the same way. So if you're, you have to stay positive because that's, that's how your team and your organization will act if you haven't noticed by now that your team is going to reflect your actions, maybe directly, maybe indirectly, if they're going to act how you act and they're going to feel what you feel and any kind of actions or language or even feelings that you're putting out and portraying to your team is, is going to be absorbed by your team and they are going to have a similar output in their uh, daily lives or, or work lives. So, and again, another point, if you haven't noticed as a leader already, you are always, always, always being watched. Whether you're just having a casual conversation by the water cooler in the break room, if you are you know, getting on somebody about performance, or if you're just sitting in your office, you know, pull out your phone to scroll through Facebook or something, and somebody pops in to to ask you a question and they see that you're on Facebook. I mean, you are always being watched and you're always being evaluated and judged as a leader. So you have to keep that in mind. No, it's not fair, but it is what it is as a leader. I mean, you're, you're put on that pedestal from your employees just by your position 
And it's up to you to make the conscious internal choice to live up to their expectations. It's not always easy to do, but it is up to you to decide to do that. So circling back, and this is really why getting rid of the negativity in your life and in the workplace is so important and being a successful leader, even in bad times. You have to always hunt the good stuff and maintain as as positive a, a mindset as possible. So a lot of the points that we will be going through today are some of my own, but I always I, I do not plagiarize. I wanted to make sure that I put out the uh, article I used for some of these. So this was written on SciCom.net, SciCom as in P-S-Y-C-O-M.net, and the article is titled The Neg- Negativity Bias, Why the Bad Stuff Sticks. So I didn't just grab any old article, the first article I found on Google. I, I looked through a whole bunch and wanted to find you know another kind of like-minded author that kind of sees the things the same way that I do in this topic. So again, SciCom.net, the negativity bias, why the bad stuff sticks. One of the traits that impactful and effective leaders have is, is positivity, so not, not being negative. So think about it. Who are the, some of the most successful leaders that you've read about in your history books or, you know, that you that are around today? Uh, just some of the ones that I came up with when I was uh, crafting this episode is Winston Churchill. So the leader of a nation during a time of war who was on the brink of losing the war uh, during the Battle of Britain, he gave a famous speech talking about never giving up. I mean, if anybody had a reason to be negative, I mean, like the the German Luftwaffe was just pounding his cities, killing thousands and tens of thousands of innocent civilians, and Great Britain was just really getting hammered, and he stood in front of his people, in front of his nation, and told them to never give up, and that really reflected in not only his military, but his... But, uh, his the civilians that the Great Britain, the English people, I guess people who live in Great Britain are English. The English people had so much pride and really they emanated his words and were so strong and were able to overcome so much and eventually, you know, ended up winning the war. Uh, another leader, and, you know, when I think of great leaders, this person has to come to mind, but Martin Luther King Jr., I mean, he faced so much hatred, was one of the one of the most hated men of the 1960s and during his movement and was just constantly beat down, thrown in prison, had to overcome so much. And yet he remained positive at all times and he kept his dream. He kept his vision and look where we are today because of that man overcame horrendous circumstances, but with strong leadership and maintaining a positive frame of mind was able to accomplish so much. Another person, Steven Spielberg, I didn't know this, but he was rejected from University of Southern California, USC, twice. And perhaps, I'm not a film expert, but perhaps the most famous and prestigious film director in the history of film. Another person, Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, had a business before Microsoft, completely failed, declared bankruptcy, and got shut down. Guy didn't give up. He founded Microsoft, which was, I think it's still one of the top 10 uh most valuable companies in the world. Uh, James Dyson. So this guy, you see him on the commercials all the time, the vacuum guy, you know, British accent, uh, like Dyson vacuums. They have like this hurricane force winds and a vacuum cleaner. So he failed over 5,000 times 
at making a better vacuum. And I guess on the 5000 and first time, he came up with the model or something similar to what we have today. So, I mean, imagine failing 5,000 times and having the perseverance and the intestinal fortitude and the, the positivity to just keep going and keep going and know that one day you're going to figure it out. And he eventually did. And I mean, the Dyson vacuum, it's, I, I want to say it's not a household appliance because they're very expensive and it's a vacuum cleaner, but I mean, pretty much everybody knows what a Dyson vacuum is. So the guy was successful because he stayed positive. And one of the most uh, idolized entrepreneurs and, and people of my generation, who's unfortunately no longer with us, Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, was actually kicked out of Apple by the board of directors. The company that he started in his garage, he was kicked out of. And I mean, geez, I would be super angry and frustrated and negative and probably say, screw those guys. But he came back as the CEO and he took Apple from where it was to the next level and really where it is today that, you know, Tim Cook is now the CEO, but he really just took Apple way past where it was before he left and, uh, you know, where it was during his, uh, his time of absence. So didn't give up, came back, didn't have any resentment, stayed positive. And now Apple is like, you know, one of the most valuable companies in the world, probably like number three, just shooting from the hip here. So what do all these people have in common? I mean, they have several things in common, but for today's episode, we're just going to be focusing on their positivity. They all were able to overcome some sort of bad or negative occurrence in their life or several occurrences and were able to be successful afterwards. And and that's what they're known for. They're They're known for, you know, the huge successes that they are. But many people like Steven Spielberg, I had no idea he was rejected from USC twice. So getting in really to a lot, some of the stuff that was in the uh, article that I mentioned earlier was, uh, you know, a couple examples that they use really about the psychology of negativity. And we'll just go through a little vignette here. Um, but the article talks about, did you ever notice that negative events stick with us more than positive events? So in the same day, pretend that, you know, you're just doing something and you win $50. And then a couple hours later, you lose $50. Which one are you going to remember? Um, the study that was done found that most people did not remember even winning the $50. What stuck with them was that all they remember was losing $50, really, so a net gain of zero. But just the event that stayed in their mind and, and kind of what, what carried they carried with them for the rest of the day was, man, I lost $50. Another example, you could have an amazing day with a best friend, talking like 12 hours you spent with this person, it was just like one of the best days of your life, so much fun, did all this great stuff, and then at the end of the day, as you're driving home, your friend says one negative comment to you, like three seconds of dialogue, and the whole day is ruined. You just are in a super bad mood, and that's all you remember from that one day. You don't remember the awesome time that you guys had, you just remember that your friend said something terrible and it just really makes you forget all the good stuff that happened. So if you haven't learned this one yet, you know, shocking news, bad things are going to happen to you despite everything you do and all the proper planning that you do. It's a fact of life. Bad stuff will happen. It's really unavoidable. We can, you know, kind of try to prepare for it, but stuff is going to happen 
and more than likely it's going to happen at the most inopportune time imaginable. If you can't accept that this is going to happen, you're extremely, you're either extremely naive or you've just been lucky so far. And I can tell you, if you're the latter, that your luck is going to run out one day. So you need to start thinking about this, start having the internal conversations with yourself of how you're going to prepare and how you're going to tackle this and how you're going to stay positive going forward because it is going to happen. Hate to burst your bubble and be negative when this episode is about positivity, but it's going to happen. But we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to it. That's the great thing about having a conscious mind and being a human being, quite frankly. So we can let the negative events or just the events dictate our future actions. We can something bad happens, we can give up or we can really hunt the good, the good stuff, as I like to say, meaning, you know, we look at what happened, we examine it, we determine where we went wrong. If we personally did something wrong, we kind of, we recognize that and look for areas to improve and change. And, you know, we just learn from the situation, from the occurrence. So we don't make the same mistake again, or if it's not necessarily a mistake that we made, we make sure we don't put ourselves in the similar situation again. And we move on from it. We learn from it. We know what to not do in the future and, you know, we're choosing to move on from it and use that negative experience as, as learning as that's how we become wise people. Wisdom is built through experiences and oftentimes like failures at those experiences and oftentimes failures at those experiences. So we move past it. You know, it's not always that simple, unfortunately. I mean, personally, it's taken my entire professional career so far. So roughly, you know, a decade or a little bit more to get where I am today. And I've seen so many people struggle with this, with just letting the negativity rule their life. And, you know, it just really holds them back. It's such a shame. They're just really held back by it. And and ladies and gentlemen, we cannot change the past. So what what does holding on to it do for us? What value does that add to us? It doesn't allow us to go forward. It does. You know, if we just stick to the past, it, it, it it's it sticks. It holds us back. It doesn't let us progress. So, so don't hold on to it. Don't, don't let it stick to you. Like I said earlier, learn from it and move the heck on. So going back to the article here, the article mentions a few points. And the first one is, you know, be self-aware, recognize when negative things or negative patterns are occurring and do something to intervene or change the pattern. Whether, you know, if you see yourself going down like a negativity black hole Start reading, put on some happy music, go for a walk, a run, exercise, do something to get your mind off of the negative event to break the pattern because patterns are called patterns for a reason. They repeat themselves. So if you're able to identify and intervene, you're going to stop the negative behavior or negative mindset from occurring. And then you can, you know, consciously and intentionally get something positive into that pattern and then start a new pattern with everything being positive. Another point the article mentions is notice your negative self-dialogue. Now, what is self-dialogue? I mean, of course, you can be literally talking out loud to yourself or how I took this as is, is the talking to yourself that's going on inside of your head, not using words or, or spoken voice. So when something bad happens, you, you may tell yourself, oh, I'm such an idiot or you're, you're so stupid. You're just talking to yourself or something along those lines. Don't do that. All right. You're just reinforcing negativity into your brain. So if you mess up or something negative happens, instead of saying you idiot to yourself, say something like, you know, I I wish I would have made a a better choice. I wish I would have made a different choice, but I'll remember how I acted here and I'll make sure I don't make this same choice again, which will equal the same result. 
again, we're controlling what we're saying to ourselves. So if you're going to say something negative to yourself, you're just beating that like negativity mallet against your head. And that's all that you're getting out of it. So identify the pattern, identify that you're using negative self dialogue here and make a positive choice in your self dialogue. I mean, I wish I would have made a better choice. Great. That's going to stick in your brain. You know what not to do and you're moving the heck on from it and you're reinforcing positivity in there. And the last example the article gives us is to identify and celebrate small wins throughout your day, your month, or whatever. I mean, you're going to have bad days. That's just a fact of life. But you're most likely going to have a heck of a lot more good days than bad. So celebrate these small wins. You know, a bunch of small wins over X period of time, a day, a week, a month adds up. And, you know, if you identify this, you're able to attribute these small wins towards a larger, loftier, you know, very substantial goal. And, when you see that you're on on the right track here and, and this pattern of positive things going on, you're going to feel pretty good about it and you're going to feel pretty positive about it. So just keep, jump on that bandwagon and ride it and you know all these small wins are most likely going to far outweigh all the little negative things that go on in your day-to-day life. So enjoy them, celebrate them, write them down, share them with a friend, do something about it. I mean, when my uh, when my team members have small little wins like this, like I'm their number one fan. I'm so happy for them. You know, I tell them, yeah, that's great. Keep it going. You can do this. And you can just kind of see, you know, the, the positivity in their eyes. And they just have that look, that super motivated look. So so share the share the wins with everybody. It's great. Uh, having a positive mindset in the workplace is an awesome thing. You should that is a culture where people feel valuable, you know, they can, they feel listened to and they feel like they can contribute to it. So encourage that in your workplace, share the small wins from yourself and among your team. And a point that I think is important in here that the article didn't necessarily speak to, but surround yourself with other positive people. I mean, there's so much negativity out there. I mean, just if you look at the news, everything is just so negative. I mean, negativity is popular, unfortunately. So It might be difficult to do, but get rid of the negative people or at the very least limit your contact with them as much as possible. These people are not going to help you move forward. They're not going to make you a better person. They're going to hold you back or even at worst case scenario, bring you back to their level. So limit your interactions with them and, and, you know, really, really think about what they're saying to you and really think if there's any value added in the relationship that you have with them. This might be really hard to do. It might be like your parents or something. But you really need to think about, is this some person that I want to have in my life? And if I have kids, like, is this some person that I want my my kids to be around? Do I want my kids to hear what this person is saying? If you're questioning the answer to that, I mean, you really need to take a hard look and see if that relationship is worth keeping. It may be, it may not be. It's a personal decision you'll have to make. Uh, Another article that I wanted to mention uh, is from this organization called TBAE which stands for team building and events. And the article's entitled the importance of a positive attitude for team leaders. So a lot of the same stuff was mentioned, but I really, I encourage you to check it out, but I really like how it breaks uh, everything down and it really spoke to me. So I wanted to make sure I incorporated some of this in here. I wanted to share it with you guys more importantly. So the article mentions that positive attitude is a choice. And, you know, I'm saying this all the time and, uh, how we feel and how we think is an absolute choice. We have control over it. So don't let the circumstances or more importantly, don't let other people determine how you think or make those choices for you. You make the choice and make sure the choice that you make is positive. 
And another point the article mentions is that your attitude determines your actions. So the frame of mind that you have is, is how you're going to act. So what you're thinking is what you're more likely than not going to execute. Many people say that the attitude, that your attitude is more important than your aptitude. So your attitude is more important than say how smart you are, for example. So I agree with this totally to some extent, you know, really as a, as a leader, as a manager, I can teach you how to do something. There's usually some hard skills involved with that or your job that I can teach you how to do. But what I cannot teach you how to do is have a good or positive attitude and mindset. That's really something that you either have or you don't or that if you want to have it, it's you deciding to have it. That's really it's really hard for an outside factor or person to to change that. that that's a conscious choice that individually we all have to make. And uh, another men- another article, uh, your team is going to mirror your mindset. Just like I said earlier, your team is always watching you and they're going to mirror everything you do. And if you're negative, Nancy, do you think your team is going to be positive and bubbly all the time? Absolutely not. And if you if you're noticing that there's kind of a negative work culture going on and, you know, you just don't know where it's coming from. Look in the mirror because you are more than likely the reason for people acting that way. So, I mean. You are the example. You are put on a pedestal if you're a leader, whether you deserve it or not, just by the position of being in a leadership role, you're going to be on the pedestal and you have to decide and make the conscious choice to live up to your employees' expectations and be the leader that they want to follow. So how can you improve your attitudes? Uh, You know, try to focus when you're starting your day, focus on like one goal or one win that you're going to accomplish in a given day. Uh, Read some motivational books. Um, listen to some motivational speakers. Uh, I'll tell you guys something that I absolutely love. There's this YouTube channel called Motivation Hub, and there are some like celebrities on here, uh, David Goggins, The Rock, um, a couple military folks, but really not too many. Just people who are telling their stories and celebrities, uh, people who are now celebrities, but people telling their stories and the, the crap that they've had to overcome. Just uh, for a lot of people, the the bad hand they were dealt in life to start it out, but how they were so focused and remained positive and did not decide to let anything hold them back that they are now, you know, at this star elite status. And, you know, we really don't think about this, but like the rock, you would never know. You just see him as this specimen of fitness today, but he had to overcome some hard stuff. And the dude is an extremely, extremely hard worker. I mean, like I have nothing but even more respect for him now after hearing his story. So check out uh, motivation hub on YouTube. If you need a little positivity boost in your life, I mean, that will motivate the crap at you, uh, out of you. Another, another thing you can put some positivity reminders, uh, the article mentions, or, you know, put some positive sticky notes around your mirror or wherever you're going to see them, your desk or something, just something to give you like a quick reminder when you look at it, you know, to get a good thought in your head to hopefully break that pattern of negativity. If that's something that you identify that you're going down. Um, so, yeah, that really wraps up the episode on cutting the negativity. I hope that I give you some some strategies on how to cut the negativity. I hope I kind of give you some insight on on being a positive and how and the importance of positivity as a leader in your organization is. And um, you know, and just remember this key thing: if you don't take anything else away from this, if you're in a leadership role, you're always being watched, always, always, whether you think so or not. And those who you lead are going to act and think just like you do. So it is important for you to be positive, be realistic. I'm not telling you to, you know, speak in this fairy tale language to everybody all the time, 
but be positive all the time because that is the tone and that is what your employees and your team will emanate. So uh, if you like what you've heard or what you're hearing, uh, I think this is episode number nine, uh, please hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all the other podcast viewers out there. Tell a friend if you you know want to, please share it with someone. I would just, I would love that. Getting more and more views on each episode. Um, I'm just so, I'm, again, I'm really thrilled. Like just more than, more than my views are counting on uh, on the statistics thing on the website to show that people are actually listening to it. And like, you know, it's just, not just me that has these crazy ideas out here. But please, uh, please share it with someone. And I just, I'm so grateful that you're checking out this podcast. You're taking time out of your day. We're all so busy, but you're choosing to take time out of your day and give it to me. And, you know, thank you so much. Uh, That just means the world to me. Um, I would love to hear back from you guys. So please get on my website, highhopesinitiative.com. Hit the contact button and just tell me something. Tell me something I can help you with. Uh, If you disagree with something I'm talking about, I'd love to hear that too. I just love to start a conversation here. And, uh, you know, I, I hope to, I'd love to meet all of you guys. So please hit me up, go through my website, and I hope to hear from you soon. Take care, everybody. Happy October.